Katie Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates, making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Philippine Health Department assures the Office of the Ombudsman it will comply with the investigation on the agency's COVID-19 response efforts. That's after Ombudsman Samuel Martirez slapped subpoenas against the health and budget departments so investigators will be able to obtain documents that will determine where the funds for the pandemic response went. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Virgeres says the agency has been transparent with its data from the start, adding it will not stop now. Ang Department of Health po ay naging transparent simulat sa pulpo dito sa ating uh, pagpapatupad ng response natin for the pandemic. Kung meron man po tayong mga kailangan uh, na kailangan ibigay as information, uh, kami po ay makikipagtulungan. Local government units have been tasked to double-check their list of social amelioration program beneficiaries after the Department of Social Welfare and Development uncovered 22,000 duplicate names in the cash aid program. DSWD Undersecretary Rene Glenn Pahe explains recovering the extra payout would be easier if the duplicate family is under the government's regular cash aid program. Ito naman po kasi ay uh, mga regular beneficiaries natin, katulad ng Cortis, ay uh, mababawil po natin sapagkat hindi naman na natin susunod yung kanilang uh, uh, kabayaran sa mga buwan na darating. Ito nga uh, hindi kasapi sa Cortis, ang LGU naman po ang uh, tututok sa kanila. The Duterte administration has begun distributing the second tranche of cash aid for eligible families, including to those who were left out from the original list. The Philippine government may soon re-allow back riding on motorcycles. Presidential spokesman Hari Roque says government agencies, including the transport and health departments, have been tasked to convene on the safety protocols for this mode of transport. Roque also maintains public utility vehicles are exempted from local curfew ordinances. Pinapayagan na in principle ang back riding upon the approval of the requirements na isaset ng technical working group. Antay-antay na lang po muna. Siguro matatapos na yung uh, hinagpis natin sa kakulangan ng uh, public transportation beginning June 22 po. <clears throat> Kasi no less than 3,600 buses na po ang lalabas at meron pang mga 1,500 na uh, mga iba pang mga sasakyan. No? Um, pero... Kinakailangan po talaga mag-social distancing uh, dahil wala na pong alternatibo. Kinakailangan siguruduhin natin na 50% capacity lang ang mga, buwi, ang mga bus. Meanwhile, the government is relaxing its quarantine measures on higher education institutions and the state's technical education authority. Nayaga na po ang Technical Vocational Education Training, TVET, ng TESDA sa GCQ at face-to-face -face TVET trainings hanggang 50% site capacity naman sa MGCQ. Pinayagan na rin ang mass gathering sa higher educational institutions, ngunit kailangan silang sumunod sa existing guidelines sa ilalim ng MGCQ. 
A nonprofit think tank reveals tens of thousands of jeepney drivers in Metro Manila have lost an estimated 78,000 pesos worth in income due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Ibon Foundation says many jeepney operators could be out of work permanently because of the suspension of mass transportation for the past three months. The group says the emergency cash aid provided by the government under the social amelioration program is not enough. It also accused the government of using the health crisis to fast-track the phasing out of traditional jeepneys. Malacanang earlier said traditional jeepneys may soon be allowed to operate if they are deemed roadworthy and observe proper health protocols. Transport Group Piston denounces the decision. Na sabi nga ho natin ay uh, ito ay uh, matagal na servisyo sa mga maumayan. So maraming mga operator na, na nag-rehabilitation. Matagal na po namin sinasabi sa kanila yan. Eh. Wala kami problema sa modernization program. Ang uh, kinukundin namin dito yung pamamaraan ng modernization program na bakit ay absoluto, bakit kami ay sapilitan na kailangan bumili ng mga modernization mga minibas. Bakit hindi na lang rehabilitation. Major Philippine bus company Victory Liner lets go of some 400 employees, 300 of which are drivers, conductors, and cashiers under probation, while the rest are off the staff who were given early retirement with benefits. 500 others may also need to go by July. The company is the latest casualty of the pandemic and is also at risk, as the government is set to implement its PUV modernization program. Victory Liner is calling for state subsidy as it warrants up to a thousand more jobs are under threat due to the said program. The company, however, says employees will get their separation pay. Victory Liner operates over 1,000 buses to and from Manila and other parts of the zone. Cebu Governor Gwendolyn Garcia defends her decision to downgrade Talisay City's quarantine status from modified enhanced community quarantine to general community quarantine. Garcia said it was a decision agreed with the Regional Interagency Task Force, which she said was in compliance with a COVID-19 task force resolution. Talisay Mayor Samsam Gulias earlier asked for the provincial capital's help to change the perception that COVID-19 cases in the city are still high risk. Talisay was placed under MECQ due to rising cases last June 16th. The regional IATF is expected to release a resolution that will ultimately ease the quarantine in Talisay. More cops have been deployed to Tebu City to enforce the enhanced community quarantine there. This as a number of local police get exposed or infected with COVID-19. ABS-CBN correspondent Annie Perez filed this report. A total of 100 policemen, 50 from Police Regional Office 6 and 50 from Police Regional Office 8 arrived in Cebu to augment the forces that we currently have now in Cebu City that is now under enhanced community quarantine. According to the OIC Director of Cebu City Police Office, Police Colonel Cedric Tampon's team, that will help to strictly enforce the ECQ guidelines in the city. This is because some of their policemen have been in isolation and others have tested positive for COVID-19. As of today, 25 policemen in Cebu City has COVID-19 and another policeman also died yesterday because of the disease. That makes up three policemen already um, died because of COVID-19. The latest 
police that have died is a police executive master sergeant in the investigative unit of CCPO. According to reports of the police, he was rushed to the hospital on June 10 because of exhibiting symptoms of COVID-19 and on June 13 was confirmed a positive of the virus. He died yesterday. As of now, disinfection is ongoing CCPO and no one is allowed to enter. Also, transactions have been suspended such as police clearances and the processing of travel documents for locally stranded individuals. Tamayo admits that the police have been overstretched with uh, implementing the ECQ guidelines and he hopes that with the augmentation, the people will follow um, the rules that is set by the executive order also by the mayor and that in no time, the status of Cebu City will be reverted also back to general community quarantine. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.